0: Everybody, it's Manny Garavito for another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, and we are going live once again on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and some other platforms somewhere out there. Uh, make sure you guys follow, click the little bell, get notifications whenever I go live because you are the guest whenever we do these podcasts. You guys can join in on the chat, you can go in the comments, you can write your feedback, you can send me emails, you can tweet at me, you know, anything goes when it comes from, to getting your feedback. All right, Because the more feedback I get, the more sketches I can write, the more memes I can create. And essentially, we become a nice little community of comedy here in the city of Miami. So welcome back to the Miami Comedy Podcast. Um, I'm excited because today we're going to be doing an episode based on all the hype that was shown on my recent sketch on Instagram. Which was, uh, you know, the malls are beefing with each other subconsciously. They don't know they are, but they are. And the community knows it. So here's the list. We're going to break down the list. And if you guys out there are listening to this episode and would like to contribute on how you feel or what you believe these malls represent, please do so. Because we need to come up with a nice little definition of what these malls really are like. Okay, so the first one is Dolphin Mall. Now, Dolphin Mall for me is my personal favorite because I remember when I was in high school and Dolphin Mall was being built, they really hyped it up. They were like, oh. There's gonna be roller coasters, and there, you know, Santa's gonna be there 365 days of the year. There were so many rumors going around, and you know, you go there and you can see your high school friends, and you're like, oh, hey, what's up? And since, you know, you couldn't go to a bar when you're in high school, you can hang out at the mall, you can watch a movie, you can bowl, laser tag, whatever they had, the arcade, right? Dave and Buster's. That's why I like Dolphin Mall. Now, get this. As I got older, you can still see your high school friends there. <laughs> I'm talking about people you haven't seen in years. You go to Dolphin Mall, and lo and behold, there they are, hanging out with their family. Like, you got a family now? You know, a bunch of kids. Dad's wearing a Gucci shirt. Mom's wearing a Louis Vuitton shirt. They've got a nice SUV parked a mile away. Because in Dolphin Mall, there's never good parking. you got to park all the way down, right? And then um, you get a nice little exercise in the sun. That's why they have the valet. That's why they have they rather give the parking spots to the taxis and valet, which is fine. I understand. You try to get your money. But the parking situation is probably one of the worst on this list. Uh, but, you know, the place gets lit. That's another reason why I like Dolphin Mall. If you don't want to go to a nightclub, like if you don't want to go – Too hard, but you want to, you know, get a little lit in you, maybe do a little salsa dancing. You go to Dolphin Mall on a Friday or Saturday night, all right, and there's a live band, and then you get some guys playing the conga, and he's going all out, right? Some ladies singing some song, um, and then and they've got like these, uh, they just added these screens where you could see like UFC matches and like music videos from. A whole bunch of stuff. I mean, it's just amazing the way they've upgraded this place. They put one big daiquiri bar in the middle of the place. So, like, as you see your kids running around, you can get drunk. Um, I like it. Dolphin Mall is always thriving. But I have one question for Dolphin Mall. Why the two Game Stops? Is it because you want the kids to get what they want? It don't, don't be selfish if, as an adult. Okay, if you bring your kids... And, they pay, you know, the entry of the mall has a GameStop. And your kid's like, oh, mommy, I want the new Nintendo. No, you're not getting the new Nintendo. We're here to buy you clothes for school. And then as you make your way down the mall, there's another GameStop. And you're like, all right, fine, you win. <laughs> GameStop is looking out for the children. The two GameStops set up at Dolphin Mall. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know how that business model works. But you're doing it. All right. If, it, if anyone should have two places at Dolphin Mall, it should be Starbucks. There's only one Starbucks there. How, can, how does GameStop have you beat Starbucks? Uh, the second one on the list is the International Mall. And Now, the International Mall is the OG of, of a mall in that area in particular because right across the street from Dolphin is International, but it was there first, and then Dolphin kind of like sized it up and then built it. Um, I like International Mall. I always have. Uh, I like it because that's the place where I go and return my Amazon packages. And it's very convenient to have a Kohl's that has like an entire area dedicated for you to go in there and just, you know. And then they give you $5 off because Amazon fucked up on your order. Like, I like it. So International Mall, the OG between the two of Dolphin and the International is uh, is that one. And that's it. And then, you know, what else do they got? They got... Uh, a nice sized mall. You can find all the basics there. You got your Hot Topic, you got your Spencers, you've got your uh, Macy's, your Kohls, and then uh, House of Horrors in Halloween. <laughs> There's some reason they have a Halloween thing going on. Uh, was good. Uh, shout out over to the chats that are joining us uh, this evening on this podcast episode. Remember, guys, if you want to participate, please do. Uh, We're out here trying to get some material for the uh, next sketch. Now, the third on the list um, is Mall of America's. Now, Mall of America's, when I was a kid, I would go there. So, Dolphin Mall was my teenage years and current, present years. But Mall of America's is a little bit more like a museum when you go there. It really does look like, you know, like if you watch a movie about zombies, or like post-apocalypse, the Mall of America is you you don't need to fix it up. You could just start, all right, and action. You don't need to put any props. Like, it looks deserted, and the background is full of, like, empty shops, and even where the theaters used to be, they have it closed down. I remember back in the day in the 90s, they had a badass arcade area there, and I would go there and play games before watching, you know, the Jurassic Park that just came out. It was an amazing time. And then as you slowly start aging, and then you drive by that area in Flagler, and you just look to the left, you're like, my God, what happened? The mall, ironically, is still open. And it's got, like, small boutiques that are, like, mom-and-pop owned or, like, Obamacare. I, I, I think there's a DMV somewhere in there, too. Like, it looks like it's on life support. Mall of America is, for some reason, just doesn't want to close down. It's, like, derelict, <laughs> You know, like you got Costco and Home Depot right across the street from the Mall of America's, looking at the mall, like how like it like those two stores, Costco and Home Depot, are uh like the only two that are visiting the Mall of America's while it's on its deathbed. Right? They're the only ones in the hospital just looking at it, slowly dying. Be like, How you doing, buddy? You doing okay? It's just there to lie like beep, beep, beep. We still got a Marshalls. <laughs> <laughs> let mall of americas go man somebody buy that thing why doesn't anyone want to buy mall of americas is it because is it because it has the word america and miami doesn't want to claim itself as miami is its own country isn't that what people say miami is not part of florida it's its own country it's its own state oh this mall says america on it we don't like that let's shut it down we're gonna boycott it Oh, man. All right. Next on the list, we've got Sunset Mall. Now, this mall, um, it really does feel like this is another. Th- this one is on par with the Mall of America's because the Mall of America's, even though it looks like it hasn't been open since the 90s, uh, this mall looks like it's been uh trying its best to stay alive, but it's still empty. Uh, The last time I went there, it, it looked like it was still on shutdown for COVID. Like, there was no one there. Maybe, like, a couple of people walking, like whenever you walk by Sunset Mall, you feel like you're trespassing. Like, I'm not supposed to be here, right? I didn't see a gate. There was no yellow tape at the entrance. It kind of feels illegal to walk around the mall. And then when you see someone else walking around the mall, it kind of feels like the Wild West. Like, like uh, you feeling lucky, punk? There's only room for one person to enjoy these closeout sales, and it's me. Right? Every single shopping mall that you see there every I mean every single shop that you see in that mall literally feels like a speakeasy like you don't even know it was open like you're just walking by and then you look into a, the store and then there's somebody folding clothes like is that a ghost What the? <laughs> you're open how are you still open it's almost like they it, it's a secret sunset mall wants to keep it a secret that it's open um but I think sunset mall has a lot of uh, sunset place has a lot of potential I think that's one of them, because it's located right on US 1. Like, why don't they, they, they get plenty of traffic. There's great restaurants around it. It's almost like Sunset Mall got all, Sunset Place got all the shops and put it outside itself. But inside is, uh, is a ghost town. Now, someone mentioned Town and Country Mall. I don't really think Town and Country and Kendall is considered a mall. That's just my opinion. You've got a blue martini there. That's a nightclub. And what, a Bahama Breeze? Isn't the Bahama Breeze there too? So you got a family seafood restaurant, and then you got a nightclub. That's all I remember from uh, town and country. You go there to get either uh, lit with your girlfriend or to uh, have a couple of uh, two-for-one margaritas with your shrimp pasta dinner with your wife. If I'm missing something from town and country, you guys let me know, but that's what I recall going around that area. All right? Um <laughs> shout out to Blue Martini and bah- Bahama Breeze for providing the uh the nightlife for ages uh 21 and 55. <laughs> they got a little bit of something for everybody there. They had a theater once. Oh, okay. All right, once. All right, next up we've got Merrick Park. Now, no one talks about Merrick Park, but it's located in in uh Coral Gables. Now, I've been in Merrick Park recently. I love that place, man. It's a little empty. Well, maybe because I went during the daytime. I didn't really go at night. But I think this place is like one of the, the best-kept mall secrets of Miami because no one really talks about it unless you're a wealthy person in Coral Gables. It's almost like they don't want anyone to know that that mall exists because, like, oh, we don't want the youngins running around where I get my khakis or my Kohan's uh, shoes. I go in there, and they've got a big fountain in the middle. Um, It's outdoors, so, like, as you're walking around, if the sun is shining at the wrong angle, you can get a tan while you're walking around. And you got to be very fit because it's three levels, like an alcove, like a, not an alcove, a concave uh, cul-de-sac. Yeah, it's like a cul-de-sac with three levels. It's great for parkour. If you're into parkour, you can start running around and jumping off stuff uh and you know sometimes you can get a little discouraged if you see that you know you're trying to shop for shoes and then you see the shoe store on the third floor you're like oh oh boy i gotta climb up there damn but uh it's definitely one of miami's best kept secrets Uh, in my opinion i think merrick park is one of the most underrated malls in miami it's beautiful they've got cool shops they've got all the classics plus stuff you haven't heard about right like you know i like that balance Because every mall has a Macy's, right? Every mall has, like, a Hot Topic, right? Every mall has, like, the same thing, but then you go to Merrick Park, they got that, maybe not the Hot Topic, but they they got that, and then some, like like boutique shops that are, like, mom and pop owned. That's pretty cool. All right, next up on the list, let's see. We've got the Miami Design District. What a flex it is to open up this area of sheer... Pretentiousness in the hood. It's pretentious in a good way. I mean that in a good way because every store there, you're going to spend more money than you should if you were to go shopping. All right. I'm talking about $600 shoes, $500 pants, and $400 socks. (laughs) The Miami Design District. I I don't know, like I, I love going there, and I feel I feel like I'm in amuse- like not a, uh, I feel like I'm in an amusement park whenever I visit the Miami Design District, without any rides of course because the real thrill is actually buying something that expensive there. You kind of like you get excited where it's like oh my god I can actually afford this eight hundred dollar button up that's crazy. You know how much this uh, futon cost me twenty grand. Why would you buy that? Because I'm from Miami, bro. All right? <laughs> this futon is going to be the only thing inside of my apartment. <laughs> you bring a girl over, where's all your furniture? Why This futon here ran me a lot of money. Girl, you should be impressed. This, is, this futon is worth a Honda Civic. <laughs> um, tell uh, the story of the Westchester Mall. There is no Westchester Mall. You mean Westland? We'll get there. So you know how a lot of people say that wealthy people are like part of like secret societies or the Illuminati or they're doing something evil out there? I don't believe that because whenever I go to the Miami Design District and I see all those wealthy people, they're out there eating ice cream, uh, you know, buying random stuff like vases. and like It's like I look around and, you know, they're all fat. It's like, hey, you know what? Wealthy people are all right. I don't really think they're that evil. (laughs) The Miami Design District brings me back hope on how great wealthy people are. You know, you just go outside, you start hanging, you take selfies next. Oh, yeah, a lot of people take selfies there, right? They've got a nice little uh, cafeteria. I paid $70 for a a tray of sushi there. I'll never forget. It was during Miami Spice and somebody was like hyping it up like, oh, if you ever want to try this real kind of sushi and then you go there. And, you know, you got to get – you got to, like, muscle your way in because everyone's there, like, taking selfies. Like, oh, no, I'm here. I'm at the swing, right? Like, move. I'm trying to get to my sushi. And then you get the plate. It's, like, the size of this keyboard. And it's got, like, little 12 uh, pieces of sushi on it. And I'm like, who's the fucking influencer that told me to come here to pay this? <laughs> That's the worst. When an influencer, like, like, hey – Hey, if you need like the best, if you ever want to eat the best sandwich in Miami, make sure you guys go there. And then you go there and you're like, what the fuck is this? Unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> they got me on that one. Someone, someone said, try the sushi there. And I did. And I was like, this was what? 70, $80. They got me, bro. It was almost like the influencer got paid to tell me to go there. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> uh... Oh, once upon a time there was a Westchester Mall next to a Kmart at Coral Way in 87th Ave. Oh, yeah, I know where that Kmart used to be. That was a Westchester Mall? How are you going to have how, how is there going to be a a a, a, a Wind dixie at a mall? That wasn't a mall. See, it's easy to call a play, an area of shopping uh, a mall. It's not true. Not always. Sometimes it's just coincidence. Hey, look, you got a Kmart, a Wind dixie and a postal office all in the same strip. Hey, guess what? This is now a strip mall. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just they open businesses next to each other. Um, all right, next up. Let's keep going. Now, I've been to Sawgrass Mills recently, and I've been to the Falls recently, but for some reason, I don't remember much of it. I know the Falls kind of has this thing where you walk in, and, and you're, you're walking over a lake or something. There's like running water and like little stones and pebbles as you walk in. So you feel very zen-like, excuse me, so that you, as you walk in, you feel very zen-like before you spend all the money that you plan on spending, right? I remember something similar to that. And I remember the way it was set up where as you're walking over this like lake or whatever, the stores are on the side. So I think the falls has a really cool concept. But that's all I remember. And Sawgrass Mills is kind of like a Miami design district, but more mall-like because they've got very luxurious options. And I remember, look, man, the only thing I know for a fact is that Sawgrass Mills and the Falls are the two farthest apart, okay? Those are two malls that are like the North and South Star. If you ever want to go from the Falls to Sawgrass Mills, you need a passport. It's going to take like three hours. You might as well take a train. God forbid you ever got an Uber all the way there. Oh, my God. They don't got my, my shoe size. Let's go to Sawgrass. Holy shit. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, but if you ever want to go to the, the north and south tips of malls in Miami, it's going to be the Falls and Sawgrass Mills. All right. All right. These, these I'm not too familiar with. The ones I'm about to get into here, so um i'm just gonna roll with it so aventura mall i haven't been there in a long time but i know they have some late night options uh it's well decorated and i know that they've got a second floor and that's kind of a flex you know if you have a second floor in your mall that's you're kind of flexing because um you guys are making most of your space and then you gotta open up shop on the second floor so that's kind of cool so shout out to aventura mall for being clean i know that it's clean it's a great place to people watch because of the second floor balcony. Uh, you know, it's just kind of weird. Like, I, I love people watching. It's a great way to come up with material, I just like staring at people. But the thing is, you know, if somebody's walking beneath you and then you're just there on the balcony like looking at them and then for some random reason they just look up and they are just there like, you know, <laughs> glaring at them and they're just like, what the fuck is that guy looking at <laughs> Uh, Natalia says, you haven't mentioned the falls. I did. I was talking about the lake that you walk over. Um. Okay, yeah, let's go to Southland Mall next. Southland Mall, I don't know, man. Southland Mall is like one of those malls that you forgot existed. I went to Southland Mall a few months ago, and I thought to myself, it was like, there's something about, There's something about this mall that just doesn't sit right. They've got, and it's kind of creepy because they've got like a Ferris wheel. No, not a Ferris wheel, a a merry-go-round. And it just looks deserted. It looks deserted, and when you park and you go in, you're like, are we still in, is this still Miami? It kind of feels like it's a mall from like the Midwest. Uh, It's so random. Yeah. It's creepy. It's creepy. Uh, Southland Mall. Y- it, during Halloween, you know how International Mall does a uh, house of horrors. Southland Mall, you don't got to decorate it for Halloween. You just walk in there, you dim the lights a little bit. Ooh, man, uh, it's a little spooky in here. <laughs> oh man, Bal Harbour, another luxurious mall that no one wants you to know exists. That's for the people up in in the north of Miami Beach. That's for the Sunny owls people. Uh, that's for the people that got all that North Miami beach money that live on those, you know, Trump tower high rises. They go to bell Harbor, uh, and they buy jewelry there. And, um, that's it. That's all I know about bell Harbor. I think I've been there once to meet somebody and have lunch. And that's it. That's all I remember. I remember there were two pillars that looked like spider webs or some sort of art piece. And then parked my car, ate lunch and then bounced. um, Westland Mall. I do like, you know why? Simply because of the fact that it's located in Hialeah. Westland Mall I do enjoy because um, it's large and it feels like it feels like it shouldn't be in Hialeah, but it is. And they've got, you know, really cool shops in there. Um, I think I think a great movie theater, if I recall correctly, and I think they have like mom and pop shops. And um, some sort of weird like witchcraft store, if I recall correctly, there was some weird like I don't know like arts and crafts stuff with that. Yeah, like I was I was walking around window shopping. It had like Wicca and Buddha and Christianity. I don't know some weird thing. but You know, for all the Santeros out there in Hialeah, you know that you got you could shop there. <laughs> That's for the Santeros. You know, you got to open up shop at a mall, man. That's 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 um that's called being a business person. Like you got to go, I got to go to my client, so I'm gonna open up a shop at a mall so all the Santeros of Hialeah can come get their 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 gear, right? Their equipment to do what they got to do. Uh, whatever that shop is, shout out, uh, good stuff. Uh, next up, we've got uh, the swap shop. Never been there but I'm assuming it's kind of like the flea market. Uh, Those stores are the best places because you can buy, you can buy a bunch of stuff there. The swap shop is the kind of place where like you can go in there. And of course I'm just off, off the top of my head what I'm assuming the swap shop is the swap shop is like, you know, when you, when you leave a Ross and then they have like a bunch of like trinkets and random stuff, like, as, as you exit and you're like, oh, yeah, I completely forgot uh, I should get this birthday card because my aunt my aunt's birthday is next week. And then you get it right. The swap shop is like all it's like that. But times 100 where you walk in there and you'd be like, oh, look, a Bluetooth speaker from China for twenty dollars. This would be perfect for the next time I go to the beach. Oh, look, a saddle for a horse. Now, next time when I go visit my family in Homestead, I could just saddle up on one of the ponies there. (laughs) They buy the most random stuff at the flea market. You could go there, and then they've got, like, an ice cream shop. They sell uh, tamales. Somebody's selling tamales from the back of a truck. Uh, That's what I like about those kinds of stores, man. It's just, like, random. Hey, I'm going to the shop. You you need anything? Which shop are you going for? Uh, I'm going to go to the swap shop. Man, get whatever you want for me, bro. I know it's going to be there. Well, what do you want specifically? You'll know when you see it. (laughs) Oh, my God. He would love this. (laughs) Where else are you going to get a shirt with with a dog smoking a cigar? (laughs) And a fedora on. Nowhere else but the swap shop. Uh, and then finally, rest in peace, uh, the one that actually legitimately did close down is the Opalaka Flea Market. Rest in peace, Opalaka Flea Market. Um, you were one of the coolest shops we had in Miami. This one I remember I was afraid for my life as I was walking around, but then later on I decided, you know what? Somebody here is selling weed. Guess Lo and behold, um, you could buy ice cream there. You could buy lunch there. You could buy uh, clothes there. You could buy bootleg stuff, right? Like, I remember, like, I would see purses that were, you know, high-brand purses, something for, like, $20, $30. That's all you need them for. You only need them for one night. Who's going to check? If you, if you go to the Opalaka flea market and you buy a Louis bag for $30 or whatever, you go to Club Live one night, no one's going to know it's a fake bag because it's so dim. Right. You, people are only going to know if you take that bag out for a prolonged period of time. Hey, that's that Louis bag. You're always wait a second. That's not a real Louis bag. I got it at the Opalaka, bro. All right. You don't need to call me out like that. Here's what you do. Oh, of course, you can't anymore because it's not open anymore. But you go to opalaka uh, I'm going to club live tonight. Going hard. Uh, you know, ladies' night or whatever. You go to Opalocke, you buy a thirty-dollar Louis bag. You go to the, you go to Club Live. You start dancing with the Louis bag from afar and from the dim lighting, it looks like you got a Louis bag, right? Somebody's like, oh, sh- that could be my sugar mama. Let me go holler, right? You start, right? And then right after, you just throw it away. <laughs> Let's go back to your place. Sure, hold on. Let me throw this bag away. <laughs> hey, don't you want anything that's in there? No, it was empty because I'm a baller like that. <laughs> That's how you look like a real baller. You got a fake Louis bag. You go to the nightclub, you use it one night, and then when you leave with somebody, you throw it away. They'll be impressed. Be like, ah, damn, this girl is wealthy as hell. This girl got that money. That Louis bag was one night old. I don't need to wear it no more. It's out of style. All right. That is it, everybody. That is it for tonight's episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'm glad you enjoyed. This nice little list. Thank you for participating, everybody out there. I really appreciate it. Uh, to support the Miami Comedy Project, do me a solid. Follow the Instagram page. Follow the YouTube page. Follow the Twitch. Follow all the Miami Comedy Podcast channels because this is what I do. I just go live. I talk to you. All right? And then as I'm, I'm riffing, you guys give me the feedback. I go off of what you tell me, and then we just recycle. Listen. Listen. You did good. <laughs> I really appreciate people that give me that kind of feedback. You know, you go up, you do comedy, and then when you get off the stage, somebody's like, hey, you did good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, uh, Pris Picks. All right. So follow the Miami Comedy Podcast channels, they're all different from the Miami Comedy channels. And uh, buy a shirt. We've got um, a brand new website for the merch. Just go to shop.miamicomedy.com. You can also pick them up at a a show, which, by the way, tonight we're going to be at Dom's in Brickell. If you guys want to see a comedy show this evening, tonight, Tuesday, uh, we're going to be over at Dom's in Brickell at 9 o'clock. It's a very intimate space, so make sure you guys arrive early so you can grab a spot or you can make your reservations online. Uh, Tomorrow night we are at the SLS Hotel, also in Brickell. Thursday night, a brand new show inside of a liquor store. Uh, and it's also a full bar at Aficionados in Brickle. Friday, we are at Thank You Miami in Little Havana. Saturday, a brand new comedy show at Extraversion Bistro in Miami Beach, right next to Lincoln Road. If you guys are hungry, you want to take your mama out the night before uh, Mother's Day. This is the ideal place to go because you won't have to worry about lines or fighting for people or fighting for the brunch. You take her the night before. Your mom doesn't care. You got to show her you love her, right? Your mom doesn't care when you do it. So you might as well do it the night before Mother's Day so that you don't have to wrestle or fight anybody out there. All right? Okay. Thank you, everybody, once again for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.